What's up, guys? It's Iggy. What y'all doing? Mm, today, I am researching crack cocaine facts. As you and I know, we I am a uh, recovering addict. Um, it's good to be in here with y'all again. Um, it's good to say hello to you guys. Thank you for listening, Chimigwitch. Um, so far I have made a dollar off of all you guys who listen to me. I thank you so much. I'm sorry if I ramble. Hit me up on Facebook if you want me to talk about, um, any kind of things. Any kind of things. Um, anything at all. Mm, I think I'll even do a live about it one day. Um, so, boujou, Anin, um, welcome. I am your host, Iggy, and once again... Uh, we are kicking it at the pad uh, via Las Vegas, New Mexico. Bright and sunny out. It is a balmy, uh, I don't know, 80-some degrees out there already. <laughs> what does it tell me? Mm, it doesn't tell me. Okay, well, anyways, it's nice and hot out there already. And me, I am hiding inside in the shade uh, like a lizard under a rock, like a horned toad, like a rattlesnake, or like a Gila monster. <laughs> out of the sun in the desert and yeah, maybe a little while ago maybe a little while ago out there and I'll just sit in the sun go lay out there in my weird my weird grass lawn it's not even a real lawn it's just kind of like a bunch of weeds <laughs> but anyways um bonjour to you and thank you again for for listening I appreciate your listen I appreciate your listening um so yeah, uh, lately, I've been lonesome lately, um, lonesome and just trying to figure things out, you know what I mean? I'm not so much hungry, not so much tired, but I am lonesome, like I found myself, I found myself wanting to go use again, um, and and I think the urge is there every day. Um, I had a dream about it the other night, and um, and I was I was smoking crack. It seemed like in my dream, you know what I mean. And I kept I don't know what the hell I was thinking, but I just kept seeing it, and it almost like to me it looked like dough. <laughs> it looked like dough, you know what I mean, and um. I thought, dang, that sucks. <laughs> so anyways, but on the good side, um, today I got an interview at the Family Dollar, so maybe I'll be able to just like hang out and do a simple job. I'm scared of of applying for a job that's within my field of ex education because, because of who I was in my past. You know what I mean? And it's strange because um, I don't... I tend to, um, like, I, I use my past to, prepare, to propel me forward because I don't, because I know that there is a, there is a place for me somewhere in the re-education of our children, right? And, um, 
and I do like I want to go home to the reservation and that's not even like my real home I was born and raised in uh, New Mexico but my my whole thing is um, that's where my mama's family came from that's where my mama's from and when I went up there I met my mama's family and it's it's been a different um, see and in my mama's family there's people my age uh, my cousins on my dad's side are all older than me and we're all pretty much like distant cousins because we haven't seen each other in so long and um and some of us are long lost <laughs> and some of us are long lost you know what i mean but anyways so today um we finished up i you know what I, mean? I couldn't find any more things any more facts on suicide and suicide attempts um so we're gonna move on and start our um our autumn we're not even in autumn yet but we're gonna start our autumn um uh series and i'm gonna go through the month um talking about crack cocaine because that was my drug of choice um if this causes you guys to um if it triggers you, stop listening. You know, I'm not, I'm not gonna be like, oh yeah, man, I remember this one time. I'm not gonna do that. What I am trying to do here is educate the people, uh, give insight to the people who, the loved ones who are dealing with um, people who have addictions. Um, I am pursuing my college degree, uh, a bachelor's of science in criminal justice with a focus on human services. And I do want to focus on human services because I am human. <laughs> and um, hopefully I'll be able to give back to my community a little of that which I have taken from it so selfishly during my uh, years of drug abuse. Um, let me see, I was a, an active addict for a good 10 years of my life. Um, Um, I guess everything, I did everything uh, that was handed to me or that I could get. I didn't, you know, I looked for crack, mostly. That was my hunt. Um, and uh, that was my prey. And a lot of times um, I got it, you know, I always, always managed to find it. I couldn't manage to get away from it. That was my problem. Um, I was homeless during these years of crack addiction. Um, because I was ashamed of myself. Um, I had children. I had children and I had uh, my dad and um, a good place to stay. And I acted as if I didn't uh, for whatever reasons. You know, we all have our reasons why we do things. And sometimes it's basically just because why we need to just leave. Our feelings get to hurt. We don't think anybody understands, and it's better we run. We run to the place where we don't have to feel anything, and that was what I loved about crack cocaine. And it wasn't even that. Like I didn't love it. Like I didn't go seek it out because oh, I'm hurting and my heart hurts, and I'm in a pity party. Let me go smoke some crack. It wasn't that. I never like. I never even liked crack. Like, I remember smoking it thinking, what the fuck am I doing every time I was smoking it? With every hit that I took, I was always saying, what the fuck am I doing? 
I found myself asking that question constantly. You know what I mean? I can remember being at Paw uh, in certain places, you know, in order to hustle some money um, and thinking, what the fuck, man? Like, you know what I mean? And, and then just putting it out of my mind because, well, during the chase, you tend to forget about the things that are hurting you and the things that might be more important. And, um, and you're like a Pinocchio, you know, you just want to have fun. You're like a Cindy Lauper man. Girls just want to have fun, right? So anyways, um, that was my drug of choice and I was in the gutter for it. Um, and I, and I have relapsed. It's not like I have like all these fucking years of, of sobriety, but I do have years of experience trying to get sober. So maybe I can help somebody. I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> so anyways, um, so I am looking at, uh, on the justice.gov, um, archives um this is a pdf a pdf um called crack cocaine fast facts um okay so for the grandmothers and for the aunties who are not familiar with with crack cocaine crack cocaine is a highly addictive and powerful stimulant that is derived from powdered cocaine using a simple conversion process crack emerged as a drug of abuse in the mid 1980s see it says in the 1980s but um somebody told me that it goes as far back as the 70s um or maybe it just started coming around in the 70s and then the 80s it fucking took off right because i remember uh, my first experience with crack cocaine was in 1996 and eh, 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 it was okay i guess it, it was okay, but it was like, oh, no. And I was in trouble, you know. I knew I shouldn't have been there. I knew I, knew I should have moved out of that friend's house, whatever the fuck. And after that, okay, so that was the first one in 1996. You figure I was like 19 years old when I first experimented with this fucked up shit. And whoever made fucking, uh, I'm going to quote Chico Bean on this, man. Whoever made baking powder or baking soda excuse me whoever made baking soda man fucked the world up so anyways it says crack cocaine emerged as a drug of abuse in the mid 80s it is abused because it produces an immediate high and because it is easy and inexpensive to produce that is a lie because it's not inexpensive at twenty dollars a hit Gawi, that is, that is, it is not inexpensive. Rendering it readily available and affordable. Hmm, interesting. So, unless you're the dope man, then you can, you know, use it against your customers or what. So anyways, it says, how is it produced? Crack cocaine is produced by dissolving powder cocaine in a mixture of water and ammonia or sodium biconcentrate, bicarbonate, baking soda. The mixture is boiled until the solid substance forms and the liquid is removed from, oops, the solid is removed from the liquid, dried and then broken into chunks, rocks, and are sold as crack cocaine. And then it has a cute little picture of all the metal pipes that people use. Oh dear, okay, I don't even want to look at this. 
Okay, so what does crack cocaine look like? Uh, according to this, crack cocaine is typically is available as rocks. Crack rocks are white or off-white and vary in size and shape. <sighs> crack is abused and is nearly always smoked. Uh, smoking crack cocaine delivers a large quantities of the drugs to the lungs, producing an immediate and immediate and intense euphoric effect. That is what got me. And excuse me, I'm gonna light my spliff because as I talk about this, I feel triggered. <laughs> so who uses crack? I do. Um, and I'm and I and I don't. I don't mean that seriously. I really am joking. I don't use it anymore. Individuals of all ages use crack cocaine. Data reported in the National Household Survey on Drug Abuse indicate that the estimated 6,222,000 no, U.S. residents aged 12 and older use crack at least once in their lifetime. This survey also revealed that hundreds of thousands of teenagers and young adults use crack cocaine a teenager using crack cocaine <sighs> 150,000 individuals ages 12 to 17 150,000 individuals from 12 to 17 have used crack cocaine at least once 1 million 3,000 individuals ages 18 to 25 used the drug at least once crack cocaine use among high school students is a particular problem. I don't know how old this is. Um, I'm trying to find a, a date. The National Drug Intelligence Center. Okay, so it's got, um, this little PDF has quite a bit. It says the street terms for crack are hardball, hard rock, hot cakes, ice cube, jelly beans, nuggets, paste, piece, prime time, product, raw, rocks, scrabble, sleet, snow, coke, tornado, troop, hail, grit, gravel, glow, French fries, fat bags, electric Kool-Aid, dice, devil drug, crunch and munch, Crumbs, cookies, cloud, chemical, candy, beat, bedrock, 247. Um, and uh, yeah, man, <sighs> I hate this shit. Okay, so the risks in any form, cocaine is always a powerfully active drug, addictive drug. And addiction seems to develop more quickly when the drug is smoked as crack is, then snorted, as powder cocaine typically is. In addition to the usual risks associated with cocaine use, constricted blood vessels, increased temperature, heart rate, blood pressure, and the risk of cardiac arrest and seizures. Crack users may experience acute respiratory problems, including coughing, coughing, shortness of breath and lung trauma and bleeding. Crack cocaine, smoking, also can cause aggressive and paranoid behavior. Boy, do I know that's right. So how is it abused? People smoke it. Um, crack cocaine use among high school students is a particular problem. Nearly 4% of high school student seniors in the United States use the drug at least once in their lifetime and more than 1% of the drug in the past month, according to the University of Michigan's monitoring 
the Future Survey, of Michigan's Monitoring the Future Survey. So then it says other products of interest, huffing, uh, the abuse of inhalants. Okay, so crack cocaine is illegal. Uh, it is a Schedule II substance under the Controlled Substances Act. Schedule II drugs, which include PCP, methamphetamine, have high potential for abuse. Abuse of these drugs may lead this to severe psychological and physical dependence. So psychological is, has to do with your brain. Like you won't be able to function without it if you don't have it, like on a mental tip, you know what I mean? And uh, physical. See, and that's funny because a lot of people say that crack cocaine isn't like that. Um, but I am coming to realize that it is. It's, um, you know, it's just the effect of the drug itself. Uh, since I haven't had too much experience with any array of different drugs, this one was my drug of choice. Um, that's, you know, that's kind of like, um, I kind of know that it is. I remember the last time that I decided to get really clean and I went cold turkey. I'd been smoking for about a year straight. And um, when I stopped, it seemed like I had all the withdrawal symptoms of, um, of heroin, except for pain. Like I didn't have physical pain. But all the emotional shit that I had been bearing with this shit come up. Um, so abuse of these drugs can lead to severe psychological and physical dependence. And um, did I become dependent on it? Um, I, I would have to say yes. You know, I'm not trying to act all stupid like, oh, well, I'm not quite sure because, you know, because I couldn't, um, well, I damn sure, it damn sure debilitated me, that's for sure. I couldn't get up, I couldn't get to, I couldn't get to fucking work if I had done a hit of crack cocaine because my mind was, was picada or, you know, I had already tasted that and I was like, oh yeah, now I'm gonna, you know what I mean? Fuck that. Everything went out the window. Let's go get another one. Fuck it. And I would just stop everything. I wouldn't go to work. Nada. Ugh, thank goodness. I have decided to take myself seriously. Okay. So then it says, um, uh, okay. So they got check, uh, fast facts on crystal meth, uh, GHB analogs, heroin inhalants, uh, Jimson weed, um, ketamine, ketamine, cat, LSD, marijuana, M MDMA, methamphetamine, PCP, powder cocaine, prescription drugs, Yaba. Um, and for more information on these illicit drugs, you can go to www.usdoj.com forward slash NDIC, National Drug Intelligence Center. Um, so that's all that they had for this one. Um, let me see, the National Drug Intelligence Center in the U United States Department of Justice. Um, so yeah, that's what we got going on. For that right there and um speaking about it and reading about it it did trigger it man looking at those little happy pictures of the motherfucking excuse my language of the um crack pipes did kind of trigger something so anyways um through the program of 
you know, of Narcotics Anonymous and um, the 12 steps. I have at least been able to come down and uh, say that I am, I am learning. Um, I have tried to put it out of my head that I will be or that I will need um, that I need this stuff. You know what I mean? That I need to relapse in order to be to be able to get clean. Sure, relapses do help you. But for me, I think they, the relapse, knowing that we could give room to a relapse and still remember that tomorrow is another day, gave room to the excuse of like, no, well, I can, I can go out and use today. You know what I mean? And tomorrow, you know, tomorrow's going to come around and I can just start all over again clean. So I had to get away from that and uh, really sit down and talk with myself and be like, look, this shit makes you hate yourself the minute you smoke it. It makes you feel used. It makes you feel like you're using people. You can't, the paranoia kicks in and you're like, this person is after me. This one threw out for me. I'm going to owe them something. I don't have no way of getting it my own self. I don't have no money. So I'm over there with my, with my begging ass handout. And the person who's giving it to me is like, no, don't even worry about it. Just go ahead and smoke. And that's dangerous, especially if you're paranoid, because then all of a sudden, what if they have a hit out on your head because you've been taking so many hits and you don't fucking break bread. And then that's the fucking, that's the fucking, um, what do you call it? That's the paranoia aspect of this fucking drug. Um, and, you know, I detached with love from, from a lot of people. And I guess those are the ones that were actively into it with me over a long period of time. And then, uh, like I had gotten back on the wagon and I had been clean. And then I move over here where I'm at currently and this guy come knocking at my door talking about, Hey, do you smoke? And that was it. I knew I was doomed because monkey see, monkey do, monkey pee all over you. And I felt like he, I felt like he was laughing at me. I felt like his dealers were laughing at me. You know, all of this shit. And, um, and he's just, you know, throwing out and I'm just taking. And, um, that's what made me a worthless. You know, I was a can't get right, man. <laughs> you know, I was with my hand out on somebody else's shit. Um, and ultimately that shit right there is what, like me hating the world. Like I hated everybody in the fucking world when uh when I'm on that shit <clears throat> and I even hate now that I'm alone and stuff like that and I think it has to do with cravings and I actively like I actively um I pay attention to them I see them I feel them and then I take a breath and I move on um even though it's right outside my door and yes, I do. I get up and I fucking run away. I get up and I fucking run away and um, and I go for a walk. Um, I have to calm my thoughts as I do go because because then I get um 
because then the thoughts start to race and before you know it the whole world is against me and everybody knows that I'm crazy and and this and that and it's not even that it's not even that it's like um it's a um you know it's a I don't know what it is. You know what I mean? It's just something that clicks when I'm on there and when I'm on that stuff. And uh, and I'm tired of it. I'm tired of erasing the feeling of guilt for what I have and have not done as a mom. And, and then having to deal with it all like it's all brand new um, after the high stops. And it's, um, it's, you know, it's just, enough is enough. You know what I mean? I don't even want it like de vez en cuando, like every once in a while. Because somebody once said, well, what's, you know, it's okay if you do it every once in a while. And no, I don't even want to do it at all because that fucking shit makes me fucking hate God. You know what I mean? It's bad enough I have problems with God without this damn drug, but to be pissed off at him. Because I'm high is another thing, you know. Um, so that's my time. Uh, I want you guys, um, you know, it's hard to talk about it. You know what I mean? So give people their space. You know what I mean? Um, man, man. I know that there is a lot of situations out there that are a lot harder than than what it seems. You know, I'm not trying to make recovery look like a cakewalk because I do know that, you know, even though I'm surrounded by it, I'm sure that there's somebody who's so goddamn tired of it that's just surrounded by it in a worse way. Um, there's probably somebody out there who has succumbed to the, to the notion that this is um, a lifestyle. And fuck it, fuck the police, fuck the system. I didn't choose the game, the game chose me type of bullshit thinking. Um, and hey, that's fine, that's them. But for those of us that do want to recover, we can recover and I'm here for you whenever you need me. Um, again, Chimigwitch for coming in and listening. Um, thank you for sharing a part of your day with me. Um, if you ever need me, I'll be right here. Hit me up on Facebook, Inasit Martin. Um, I'm on Instagram at Iggy1M1 um, or Ignacia Martin. I don't know what it says. Anyways, um, and of course, you can always leave a message on the app. Uh, like if you're at the library, you can go to anchor.com. Type in t.m.i with Iggy. Uh, it should come up and there, there's a bunch of my ramblings in there. <laughs> And my carryings on. Um, so anyways, with that, I'm going to close you up. I'm going to close off. And I thank you guys for coming around. Um, I'll see you again when I see you. Until then, be safe. Um, take care of each other. And um, don't forget to uh, feed and water your dogs. Because it's hot out there. 
Don't forget to tell the elders to drink water also, especially water, uh, because water is life. And uh, we'll see you later. Peace.